Have you been stealing toilet paper from the guest bathroom? Not once. Not one time? Not a single time. What the hell is happening down there? Yeah. I was going to tell you it's a shitty thing to do. This is where I need a snare drum and a cymbal. Are you sure? Because I could swear Not that I've once. been putting toilet paper down there and it's been disappearing. Well, you're the one who brings friends over. That was the saddest thing that I've ever heard. Hey, man, when you have no friends, you realize <laughs> nobody can steal from you. You're the one with friends. Well, you know what? The, the deal is, is that I'm not even upset because here's why. I thought, hey, what the hell? I used to, I had toilet paper in here. Where'd it go? Wait a minute. If we don't put toilet paper in here, that means nobody can shit here. Nobody should be shitting here anyway. We should treat this entire house like an RV. Shit no free. shitting yep. in the bathrooms. Yep, you have to go to a Burger King. Correct. No, and that's what I'm saying is that I, you go in there and there's no toilet paper. You have no choice. I, why? It just dawned on me. This is the second episode in a row where we end up opening the show with something really disgusting. Why? What was it last time? It was, uh, uh, I, don't, I don't even remember. Oh, I just okay. Remember, that's going very well. I, I just remember it was disgusting. I don't remember. That's not what, true. I don't remember what it was. I just remember how it made me feel. It, <laughs> that's, I mean, that's a story of life right there. You, I told last week we started by me teaching you Espanol. Mm, then maybe it was the episode before. Uh, no, I, what was the, it was two words put together that should never be put together. You said them and it disgusted me. That's all I remember. The That's my, it's correct. No, I wish for that beyond what I'm thinking of. Well, this whole thing fell apart because I thought I was going to trap you into the idea that you were stealing toilet paper from the guest bathroom. You were going to feel shame. You were going to be awkward on the radio and it was going to be fantastic. I would just accuse you of putting a video camera in the downstairs bathroom. I can't tell you anything. <laughs> you don't have to go home, but you can't shit here. My name is Ryan. And my name is Tyler. And we are those guys you hate. Hello, my patiently waiting, insatiably grating, audaciously faded young Haitians. Welcome to the show that is sorry we left you on red. We didn't mean to open it. To my left, a man who memorized six pages of the dictionary and learned next to nothing, my man, Tyler Menendez. Tyler, how you been being? I mean, we are on episode, what is this, six, seven, whatever it is. You're already running out of ideas of how to introduce me. What do you what mean? What the hell was that, six pages of the dictionary? You memorized six pages of the dictionary, you learn next to nothing? Nah, I got it. I'm just saying. That's hilarious. That's weak shit right there. Are you kidding me? Weak shit. On today's show, I introduce you to a man who has shaped you more than your parents. And later on today's show. Wow. I, wow. I was mid-sip. Yeah, you say. Uh. And later on today's show, I am going to learn you something. We are going to be talking about pirates. What? Yes. Are I wish, you serious? I wish I knew how to incorporate ninjas into this, but unfortunately, it just did not take. Well, we're going we're gonna to work on that for session eight. Heard that. Thank you guys so much for showing up here. Tyler, I'm glad to see you as well, even though you live in this house and I'm tired of you. Don't lie to me. How, how are you, man? How's everything going? Mm, it's been a down couple of days. Why is uh, that? I don't know. That's the nature of the beast, hmm. as they say. Okay. Well, we'll we'll think, get. Think of me as Hercules fighting that uh, three-headed dog in 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 hell. Okay, I will think of you from now on, just like that. Wait, Hercules or the three-headed dog? As a, I thought, it's not a Hydra. A Hydra is a dragon with the many heads. Yeah. Okay, that's mm -hmm. fine. 
Now, Tyler, before we kick off anything, I know normally what we do is we jump right into the depression index, but obviously everybody's out of work right now. Right now, we don't have a lot of stuff going on, so I tried to make us some money with this, um, with the, with the music that I've been making, with the album that I've been recording. I released some songs coming up. Cerberus was the dog's name. Okay, thank yeah. you. That's very important that you got that. Please continue. Now. It hasn't been going as well as I had hoped. I have, I've got a garage full of CDs and nobody is ordering them. CDs? CDs. You know, iPods have been out for many a year. But dude, they, it makes the CDs sound like shit. And here's, and that's okay. I made a mistake. I'm a little out of touch and I will totally agree with that. But what I did is I have recorded a digital song and I am going to release it piece by piece, if we get to the numbers that I want on our Patreon. Oh, God. What? What's the problem? What? It's all about teasing the kids. How many? What? Don't say that. <laughs> what? How many pieces to the song are there? Um, I plan, uh, uh, there's three pieces to this song. Good God. Okay, now. Three felonies that we're going to get hanged for. I, 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 are you, they still hanging people? You always tease the kids. Please stop saying that. Now, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Now, now, Tyler, what is our Patreon so that people, as they're listening to this live on the radio, they can go over there and they can, they can, they want to, they're going to want to hear this because here's the deal. Everybody's putting out a coronavirus parody song. I wanted to get in on it, so I did that. It turned out to be the rock and roll banger anthem of the summer. Is that a is that a thing or? So is this uh, like a Ryan Steele's music deals kind of uh, kind of thing? You're just taking uh, uh, everybody else's stuff and using it for your own. The only the only person I stole from is the guy on YouTube who put down a backing track. So, so you stole from somebody. Oh, I mean, I'm constantly stealing. From okay. People. So I'm going to give you a taste. You know how this goes. The first one is always free. I'm going to give you a little taste. Now, what it, it is, those guys you hate uh, is our Patreon. Go look it up. Pump some money into this. Because I'm saying when we hit $1,000, I'm going to put out part two. Well, we're already at 999 are we? Patrons. Yeah, it's crazy. Okay. All right. Well, if we can get Oh, we just over, got to 10,000. We're actually nah, good. I don't know. We'll see. I have to look at it. No. So here is the first part of the rock and roll summer anthem banger, whatever it is. Here we go. It's called Idle Hands. Corona's left us without a clue We lost the life that we once knew Now we don't know what to do You can hang out with your kid I tried and I regret that I did I watched Moana so many freaking times I'm embarrassed to say that I hid Have you tried to clean Places I can reach from the couch I help put the groceries where they go As long as that place was my mouth Very, very nice. Idle Hands Part 1. Corona, we're all going through it, Tyler. That was actually the most appropriate song you've ever made. Well, 
Well, thank you, Tyler, for noticing. I'm not trying to be inappropriate. I just want to bring entertainment to the masses. Whether you're trying or not, you usually are. And speaking of entertainment for the masses, if that's what you're looking for, go ahead and buzz off because we need to get into the depression index. (laughs) Now... What the Depression Index is, is a device that I built with my hands very poorly, and we crank it up to let you know how down we are. Tyler, do you want to tell the people just how sad it is what I'm gazing upon? But you're looking right at me. All of this. You just motioned right at me. Top to bottom. Okay. Which is quite a bit of room. Is that a fat joke? I didn't say side to side. I said top to bottom. But in a roundabout way, yes. While that's offensive, that was a very good use of wordplay. Thank so, you. You know, it kind of balances itself out. I appreciate that. Uh, this week, I am at a. I'm gonna say. Oh. Oh. Ow. Ow! Double spin. That doesn't count. You got to do it. I Ow. know. All right, never mind. Ow. Stop. Stop. Your jewelry's getting everywhere. Eight. Wow. And what do you think that is? Do you think that just because you had such a nice run, now you're getting the other side of it? You know, the best way that I can put it without, I've never said this before, but I'm going to say it's just the nature of the beast. Uh, you said that actually very recently. Nah, I just love to say that. Okay. Yeah, it just, it's part, it's all part of it. You know, it's the, I have up days, I have down days. I'm currently in my down day. Tyler is at an eight. Okay, now, Tyler. We does that make the show better or worse? Um, what that you're at an eight? Yeah, I don't know. We got to listen back to it. Sometimes when you're good, it's good, and sometimes when you're bad, it's good. We can just edit me out completely. Uh, so do your thing. You are. We are getting to the show that I've always wanted to do. All right, now for my depression index, I'm gonna gay it up. I'm gonna gay it up. But very quickly, what I want to talk about is we're international now. We you you can agree with that, right? Uh, there's nothing to agree with. That is factual. That, that we is are fact. international. And that's why you would agree, because yes. it's a fact. Now, we are very evidently starting to amass a cult, and that's what we've been looking for. Yes. And and that is the part that's the hardest to do. Now it is time to militarize them. Wait, we, wait, we haven't established... Completely Man. the cult yet? Well, but 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 you gotta you gotta swirl their brains around like it's a milkshake. It's too soon, Ryan. It's too soon for them to go out there in our name. This is our problem. They're gonna make fools of themselves, and more importantly, they're gonna make fools of us. We could do that on our own. This is why we're gonna split our armies in half, okay? Because I don't want you touching my shit. Your four hundred one ks are gonna be fucked. We could have the Ryan Rangers, okay? Oh, I'm sure you've given this a lot of thought. I can't wait to hear mine. I, I didn't think about it all that much. Minus the Tyler Tickle Sticks. Now, don't hate it. Uh, okay, we're changing that. Obviously, they're all going to be the Haitian army. I'm just kidding. Now, first step for our army, because we need them to be formidable. Meditation, Tyler. We need our oh army to meditate. my God. Now, here's why. We get it. Rise above, people. Rise above. Well, because everybody's heard it and everybody knows that they should be meditating. They, I think everybody knows that. Do you agree or disagree with that? That everybody knows they should be meditating? I no, say, I think there's a big portion of people out there who th- look at meditation like a big stupid thing. But it, I would imagine that not, not many of those people are going to be listening to this. Uh, agreed, but we have to acknowledge that they're out there. Shut, and, and, shut this off right now. And and we're, we're going to be big enough, if not big enough at the moment, 
where we're going to be heard throughout the land. Okay. Well, it, this is why I say it. And I know I sound like one of those bags of D, but th this is why it works. And I'm going to give you a practical reason. Meditation is in a lot of, uh, usually focusing on your breath. Once you have another thought, you realize it, you're aware of it, and then you come back to your breath, okay? Now, how the fuck does that help? In real life, how does that help? If I'm sitting down for 10 minutes a day thinking about my breath, why would that matter? Uh, it doesn't, you sound like an idiot. Because when you're out in public and you start having thoughts that aren't helpful to your situation, you know what you do, Tyler? Breathe. You come back to your breath. That's exactly right. And if you do this long enough, you begin to form a habit. And that other habit that you have of thinking really terrible thing you've had for a long time. Are you going to continuously sabotage the show like this? And if you think that I've meditated so much that I will not beat the shit out of you, you've got another thing coming. Oh, I know you will. All you need is a sip of red wine. We love you, you pieces of shit. Namaste down. Mm. I am at... I mean, a fucking two, just to be nice. It doesn't even hurt me anymore. Go, uh, yo, you are it doesn't even oh, hurt Oh, it's me. probably because of the, the permanent scab. <laughs> I have a hook hand. I have a hook hand. Oh, my goodness, Tyler. So we're going to go right from there into the, uh, the other staple of the show that we've done since we've started, which was not really that long ago. Not really. It was Week in Review. What we can review? <laughs> what we can? <laughs> what the fuck was that? What? 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 What just assaulted my ears? What? That's the way that it's always been. <laughs> no, it is. Not. Let's listen to it one more time. I'm pretty sure that it is. I really don't want. <laughs> <laughs> What is that? <laughs> what we can review is, is that Tyler and I have been full of shit ever since we were little tiny babies. And what we do is we take our little tiny sliver of information that we have on almost any subject and we inject it into the conversation and act like big shots. With far more confidence than we should. Well, I mean, we shouldn't have any confidence. Yeah, yeah. So what we do is we go back on the next show, we do some research, and we call each other out. It is called We Can Review. <laughs> Tyler. On last week's show, we said that we didn't have an intro for Douche of the Week. Was that correct? No, Ryan. It was at the time, but now... Wrong. <laughs> I now submit this for the approval of the Midnight Society. Tell me what you think about this. What do you think about that? It sounds like the mechanical spider from Wild Wild West. <laughs> douche, <laughs> douche, douche. It's coming. I can feel it in the ground. With that guy who has half a body just rolling around on a wheelchair. But think about that. We're doing douche of the week. And then I say, and then you say, Elon Musk. You are the douche of the week. That's pretty good. That's not bad, right? That's pretty good. I'm learning to use these sounds. Mm -hmm. Better than anything we have now. Because we had nothing. Last week, uh, just to be pedantic, I said, 
Uh, how uh, there are forty two thousand five hundred seconds in a week. Was I right, Ryan? Uh, you definitely weren't because you told me at the time that you were making it up. Wrong. <laughs> That's that. You are right, sir. I am. I was way off. There are actually six hundred and four thousand eight hundred seconds in a week. Six hundred and four thousand. Six digits. Six hundred and four. 800. And how many did you say? 42,500. So how far off were you? Uh, I would say 550,000. So you were right there. Yeah, just, just, just off. Missed it by that much. Tyler, your depression index last week was basically that it's totally okay to make all the wrong decisions all the time. Is that, that is correct? So not true. Bing, bing, bong, bong, bing, bing, bing. I, I needed to get a Trump correct sound. I couldn't find him saying anything positive. Mm. I just couldn't. So mm -hmm. this is what I came up with. Bing, bing, bong, bong, bing, bing, bing. <laughs> I love it. I love it so much. It sounds pretty racist. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, go ahead. Oh, oh, you're gonna you're gonna uh, project that onto me. Well, I, I I'm just no. I it's some sort of pinball situation. Go ahead, Ryan. Last week I asked, "What is crank?" Was I correct? Bing, Wrong. bing, bong, bong, bing, bing, bing. <laughs> I actually looked this up too. What'd you get? Twofer. Uh, I got, uh, crank is actually slang for a very powerful and very addictive form of speed. You know what I got is it is a poor man's crystal meth. So basically. Might be the same thing. Yeah. Crank is to meth what crack is to cocaine. cocaine. Gotcha. So in other words, they, they use a bunch of other. Uh, like, cheap, like fillers. Cheap shit. Yeah. To yeah. put in there so that people can get high as hell for half the cost. Gotcha. Uh, we, and drug dealers, we salute you. Yeah, and I wasn't able to get any crank, unfortunately, but I'm still looking. I, honestly, this show would have been so much better. <laughs> Tyler, last week, is there any chance that while playing a game, I didn't tell the story that was the reason for the whole joke? No, that's something that you def yeah, you definitely did that. Bing bing bong bong bing bing bing. I can't I can't sign off on that sound. I gotta tell you is that I I was doing the old timey headlines and what I said was Music sues the savage beast, but will it drive this family apart? You really do nail that voice. Thank you very yeah, much. It's very well done. You know what? I'm gonna use that again coming up. I save that onto my hard drive, and old timey headlines may make uh, some more appearances down the line. That would be fantastic. Now, the idea is music sues the savage beast, but will it drive this family apart? The whole joke was you, the boy and I, you, my son and I were all out playing basketball and I had my, 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 my Spotify on shuffle and I was playing it through my Bluetooth speaker and Marvin Gaye's let's get it on came on mm -hmm. and it was fucking awkward. Are we at the point where you can't have let's get it on play at a family function? Uh, yeah, because of what it implies. Sex. Yeah. So you agree with me? I'm not sure what you're doing here with the conversation. I'm not sure how I feel about it either. All right. Well, uh, last week we were talking about the woman who pretended to be black. Do you remember that conversation, Ryan? I looked this up too. I can't, this is the first time that this has ever happened. Ever. 
Her name is Rachel Dolezal. Oh, no, you're actually mistaken on oh, that. Okay, go ahead. Her name is Nikichi Amari Diallo. That was That's what she changed her name <laughs> to. You're absolutely right. Her, Respect her culture. Her original name was Rachel Dolezal. Rachel Dolezal. And she was very famous back in 2015 for pretending to be black. She was a part of the NAACP. Well, she ran a chapter of the NAACP Correct. in Spokane, Washington. And then I typed in... I typed in uh, woman who pretended to be black in Google. And the first story that yeah. came up was about how she committed welfare fraud back in 2018. That is that. Well, she was, I looked, this is what I got. She was outed by her parents in 2015. Yes. That's, that's how she got caught. The, the estranged parents. They had no relationship. Oh, see, I didn't know that. Yeah. Part. See, yeah, yeah, look yeah. at when we do dueling uh, research. Now, she reported herself to local news outlets as being on the receiving end of hate crimes. Mm -hmm. She must have been such a pain in the ass. I mean, if there is a definition, if there is a more perfect definition for high maintenance out there, I don't know what is. Yeah, I, I, I mean, mean, holy shit. I can understand why her parents probably put a little bit of distance there. Now, um, once her parents reported her, she was dismissed from her position at Eastern Washington University. Do you know what her, her position was? Uh, uh, something about African culture, or Africana studies, <laughs> God and, and then it. and then in 2018, all the white people coming in here taking all the good jobs. I mean, I mean it's honestly, ridiculous. Stealing all the good white men. Fine, or wait, black men. I ruined that. Finally, in 2018, she was arrested as some sort of hack punchline for welfare fraud. Exactly. Yep. You you are exactly right, Tyler. Last week, I flatly stated that you can drown a fish. Is that correct? Um. Yes. Was it? You are fake news. It wow. is. It was not correct. Wow. It's multiple sounds. I, dude, I'm not fucking around with these sounds. Damn. Anymore. Fish can die from a lack of oxygen, but it actually would more accurately be described as suffocation, not as drowning. Drowning is when your lungs fill with water and can't get the oxygen that they mm. need. That would not be the situation. Fair enough. Got me on semantics. I like it. Uh, last week, this is just a personal observation, and I just have to acknowledge it because I'm sure everybody else has already. All observations are personal observations. Uh, that's fair. Wow, you're a douchebag. <laughs> Meditation and now this? Jesus, kill yourself. Uh, I forgive you for that. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely something Jesus would say. Um, I lashed out so much last week. I was drunk, and I was angry, and... You're going to have to be more specific. Woo! I was I was a ball of flame Why? spitting fire. Well, I was just, you know, I do disagree with what the, um, you know, I hate to use this term, but the main mainstream media does on a oh. daily basis. On a daily basis. Last week, I took it to a whole nother level, yeah. and I was like, fuck that. Like, I went straight up conspiracy theorists, yell at the universe, and hope something comes of it. I was drunk and very angry. You, you, but you, I do believe what I said. I just should not have said it in that tone or in that way. Okay, I'm with you on yeah, that. Yeah, I uh, would present it in a much more logical way if you were to talk to me when I'm not you, drunk. You did take a flamethrower to the place. I did. It was it was crazy. Tyler, last week you asked me a question about the actor who famously played Kelso on that '70s show. This is what that sounded like. Who was it? Was it Ashton, Ashton Kutcher? And when I responded, this is what I said. Yes, it was Ashton Cooker. <laughs> Who was it? Was it Ashton, Ashton Kutcher? Yes, it was Ashton Cooker. God damn it! Should we just start a war against... Oh, I don't want to say his name now. Ash, no, I'm Ashton Cooker? Ash, 
Ashton Kutcher. We don't deserve a radio show. I should. I should. We should just launch a campaign against him. We, we should just. Take a flamethrower to him. But wait a minute. He seems like a pretty decent dude. He is a wonderful He does a lot being. of really nice things. He took time off of acting to, uh, I think it was to go after the, like, hum human trafficking? Human trafficking. You know what? Let's get him. Fucking get him, Okay, man. koalas and Ashton Kutcher, you're fucking dead. I don't agree with koalas. They're adorable. And Tyler. Actually, no, I'm not done. Excuse me. How awkward for me. Woo. Last week, we talked about Tiananmen Square. Okay. And we didn't really have a whole lot of information about in terms of what was going on. I actually learned that there were a lot of, of news stations from around the world. The specific question that we asked was, how did they get those photos and, and that story out of the country? Well, we actually didn't even ask that question. You just said it. Whatever. Yeah. That's were sounds you right or were you wrong? Uh... Uh, no, I didn't say how they got the information out of the country. You did. You said that somebody smuggled it out of the country. Yes, you did. Dude, do not make me cut it up for a week and review next week. <laughs> Please don't talk to me. What are you doing? Regardless, uh, there were actually a lot of news organizations from around the world there because um, oh, because of the protests. They were not just that, but that China was throwing was about to throw a welcome ceremony in Tiananmen Square. For Gorbachev, who was the leader of the Soviet Union at that time. What's the so, thing that you remember about Gorbachev? It's one thing for me. Wow, what do you got? He had the birthmark on his head. That's the only oh, thing I remember. Oh, no, about. I don't know anything about him. Yeah, that's uh, when I was a baby, yeah. Gorbachev. But, but they were throwing him a welcome ceremony, and at the same time, there were protests happening across the country. And that's probably why they protest there, I would assume, right? They knew that there were going to be eyes there. The uh, maybe the reason why they were doing it is because of the communism in China, because this was uh, they they had no options politically, which is still going on to this day. But what I'm saying is why protest there? Oh, well, it had been going on for a, no, no, across the across the country of China. It had been going on for weeks. Mm. This is something they'd been protesting forever. But over a million people got got together yeah. in Tiananmen Square. I told you I saw those videos where there were uh, tanks. We're shooting machine guns into mm -hmm. uh, groups of, of people standing, and it was tearing them in half like tissue paper. It was very hard to watch. Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, the, as a matter of fact, the welcoming ceremony for Gorbachev was supposed, to, was supposed to take place in Tiananmen Square. They moved it to the airport where he was being received because of all the protests and everything like that. The Chinese government- Really bitched out. The Chinese government got tired of the protest, sent in- 250,000 troops in May and on June 4th uh, gave the authorization to open fire and like you said just tore people in half. It was it's I mean I will tell you this show has led me down some pretty dark paths where, yeah. I, where I've seen some shit that I, I I never would have seen in my regular life because I don't want that in my mind. Well and and when they started firing into the crowds a lot of the people, a lot of the civilians started fighting back. This wasn't like they scattered and oh, ran. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They were fighting, You're man. You're fighting back against tanks. It was crazy. By hand. Oof. Yucky. Yeah, they were setting them on fire and stuff like that. Good thing about fire, it's available to everybody. That is the thing. It's like the surgeon's scalpel. It could be really great, could be really bad. And that is... And we also asked how <laughs> the last thing, how bloody was the... You the really just sucked the air out of this room. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> this is added to the segment. <laughs> How bloody was the Cold War? We talked about that last week How as well. How bloody was the Cold War? Good question. How bloody was the Cold War? Uh, American wise, 36,000 Americans died. However, the Cold War wasn't 
like uh, World War II, or it was a concentrated effort against these specific powers. It was it against was, communism, right? It, well, well, it was proxy wars. It was Bay of Pigs. It was Vietnam. It was all these different things happening across the globe. Are those all communist places where those have taken place? Mm -hmm. Okay, that's oh, so. In a way, it is taking it to them. It's just that communism is was was and is spread out. Yeah, absolutely, and and that's the reason why Vietnam is divided because it was the North is communist, obviously, yeah, and the we, South is democratic. But we decided that. And I don't mean yeah. I don't mean America, but yeah. we just said, hey, no. you take your half. It's not like everybody lived up here and the and the the capitalists lived down here. It's the same thing that I would assume happened during the Civil War when these ideals broke the country in half. You have people living where people with these specific ideas live, yeah, and yeah. now you're fearing for your life. I know you're like you're like this progressive guy living next to General Lee. That's you're like, saying. no, it's cool. I love it. I love it. Oh fuck. Hey, yeah, let's own those people. I'm so sorry. Man. I'm, so, I'm sorry. so sorry. That is week in review. That was fantastic, Tyler. That was very very great. Now, one other thing that I messed up last week. Well, no, I, I actually didn't mess this up. I mentioned it last week, and I just want to get it out of the way now um, next to the Week in Review. Please. Just to do kind of a roundup. I had mentioned, we talked about last week I had done The Monk Who Was on Fire, mm -hmm. and I said that when I was a bartender, I had base, I had a story that kind of kind of fed off of that. <laughs> okay. Okay. And, and what must be the simplest kind of feeding off? Well, you'll see. And I don't want to make a big deal out of it. Okay. Let's, All right. let's just go ahead and do it. Let's get through it. And let's, Ryan, let's Ryan, move on. Ryan, I don't know if you know this. We are a big deal, and everything you do is going to be a big deal. Well, there's a little blip on the radar. I don't want to give it too much gravity. Let's mm. just do it and let's move on. Okay. Bartender confessions. <laughs> this is a little segment that I'm going to call bartender confessions. I already love this. That ain't too shabby. Cause right? I can incorporate, I can, I can add to this segment. I told you I've been working on this out. Mm -hmm. I put, I put some stuff together there. Can I tell you something? I am not much for ASMR. That is the first sound. When you started to whisper the very first sound in my life where you have the genuine ASMR of the of it be the liquid being poured, which is beautiful, and then your whispering, which is terrifying. Well, I had the beer being poured going down, me whispering, which is awful, and then the beach coming up. So I had it was a, I you already just, lost me by the beach, but it was a very bittersweet sound. So I just, please, I just gave my brother an orgasm. Please continue again. Now here's the deal with being a bartender, okay? And this is what, what it affords you. Being a bartender is not unlike being a janitor. And here's what I mean by that. You're part of the background. People think that you're there are like a homeless person. No offense, homeless people, you know, I definitely don't. I don't think homeless people are listening to us. On our iPhones, people, they're not. Mm, that's true, they do have iPhones. There you go. So, people will talk in front of you without really even considering you being there, okay? So one day I have these two people coming in and they're basically talking about what's going on with them. And I hear them chatting and saying some crazy stuff. Finally, one of the guys goes to the bathroom, the guy who seemed to be the most upset. Okay. He goes to the bathroom and I'm washing dishes right there face to face with the other guy. And I'm like, just mention, I said, Hey man, he seems to be pretty upset. Like, is everything okay? And this guy's pretty drunk. And he says, Hey, what happened was we went to the strip club last night. This guy went into the back room with one of the ladies. He 
ended up having sex with her without a condom. Mm, yeah, yeah, that actually happens a lot more than people would think. <laughs> I don't. Wow. Yeah. I, uh, I do. I mean, I'm afraid to have sex with people I know without <laughs> condoms. So anyway. Because if Stella she'll have sex with you without a condom, she'll have sex with everybody without a condom. That's a weird personal piece of information to throw in the show. That's everybody I know. Every single one. Every dude. If I've met you, that includes you. <laughs> Talking to you, Lenny. So he says, so they're driving home and obviously they're wasted. So they're driving home and they stop at a gas station to get gas. Now, this guy is like the jokester of the group. He's like the me of the group. Mm. And so the the one guy is standing out pumping gas. He comes over and he's like, dude, I, I know I've got STDs. I know I've got STDs. He pulls his pants down and shows his dick to the guy who I'm talking to. That's not cool. And he says, do you see anything? Do you see anything? And this guy, drunk as shit, pulls the gas tank out and says, I got you and shoots the gas. <laughs> Onto his dick. So dangerous, so toxic for the human body. Bro, Hilarious. He told me that his dick scabbed up and it is the color of a lobster. Oh my God. It was the night before and the guy could barely walk. Oh my God. And that is the inaugural voyage of Bartender Confessions. So so the guy had forgotten that he got shot in the dick with, with gasoline and asked his friend the next day. Is that what you're saying? No, no. He, they were driving home from the strip club that night. And he like, I, this is the way I picture it in my mind. Cause I've had 15 years. Mm -hmm. He's scared because of what's coming. Of course. And he's also excited because of what was coming. Mm -hmm. His wiener. Mm -hmm. And so he's like kind of jacked up about it, but also like, Hey, tomorrow this is going to be a real problem. Yeah. We've all had that feeling. Yeah. You've all gone out and done something and then you go home and you're like, why the fuck did I do that? Because it was awesome. Absolutely. Yeah. And that absolutely is bartender confessions. I love it. Thank you so much, Tyler. I'll rack my brain and I'm sure I could come up with something that would be uh, one of my good stories from being a bartender slash waiter. Well, we have all the time in the world and you let me know. I'll set you up with bartender confessions. So should we just ask the audience? Should we just ask the audience to stay here while we, you know what? Everybody. Where are we at on the Patreon, Tyler? Where are we at on the Patreon? I want to release part two. Are we up to a thousand dollars yet? Yes. Yes, we are. We have already hit, like I said, $10,000. Are you just saying that the now show? Now we are up to $25,000, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for all you do for us. Are you just saying that to shut me up? Yes. Is it working? I won't be shut up. Okay. That's, listen, let me see it. Let me see. Th those of you who have approved, who have who have just accepted you into their lives for who you are, those saints of human beings. That's no one. They've already accepted that you can't be shut up. Believe me, we've already accepted. Tyler, I'm looking at it here and it says that we have not reached $7 yet. Listen to me. If you guys want the rest of the song, I show me the De Niro. You should probably do the... <laughs> <laughs> what? Show me the De Niro. We should probably do the opposite if you actually want to make money. All right. Hi-oh! That's fucked up. All right, you know what? I'm going to give you the second little taste here because I, because it all comes together at the end. Your negotiating skills are atrocious. I'll give you all three. I, that's fine. You can have all three. I'll make one now if you can wait. All right, here is the second one. Please start sending in the money and I will play the third.
but we don't know what to do. Asked the wife if she fancied a screw. Well, she left me and my poor balls blue. Cause we don't know what to do. Hey, have you been working your arms? That Bowflex freaking works like a charm. Besides, my wife has been taking over shopping. Chicken salads have replaced chicken parm. I noticed that you're looking real slim. Thanks, started running again. I ain't got no clue when I'll have something to do, but when I get to bed, I'll be pretty trim. Part two of Idle Hands, and that's there for everybody to enjoy. Now, please, guys, help us out because, you know, we don't have jobs. We're doing this for you. Get on our Patreon, pump us up, pump us up, pump us up, and I'll give you what you want. I'm seeing a subtle pattern here. And I just have to ask, even though I know you won't answer is honestly, is the third one is just going to be terrible, isn't it? It's just going to say some really awful shit, isn't it? Why do you want to ruin the show? <laughs> Why do you want to ruin the show? It's going to be so terrible. What? In terms of what? In terms of what? It's a campfire song for everybody to sing it's with. Gonna be our, it's going to be our... Our 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 fault our 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 fault for for the FCC finally making the decision to get involved with podcasts <laughs> and they're gonna shut us down. Oh, that's the name of this of the show. FCC get involved with podcasts. I like that a lot, man. Tyler, <laughs> here's what I'm gonna do. Okay, I am going to ask you a question. And then we're going to do your biography segment. I know you have a biography segment. I do. And then we're going to take a little break. That okay. sounds wonderful. Okay, perfect. Now, my, my back is sweaty. And your front. Now, Tyler, what is the straightest thing that you have learned about yourself during the quarantine? Mm, the straightest thing. Well, I will say... And I think a lot of people can relate to this. Well, and, and I think we should tell the people, if this is your first episode ever that you're ever listening to, you're fucking late. But Tyler is a homosexual man. I don't like labels, Ryan. Wrong. <laughs> I just, I, it's the only way the joke works. They got to know that. That's fair. It's That's prerequisite fair. I mean, man, information. You, you talk about shoehorning. Did I say that already? You're really shoehorning things into this episode, right? I got a gay guy telling me I'm jamming things in. Okay, perfect. I, I specifically avoided that word. Me not. The straightest thing, uh, uh, something that I think a lot of people, um, a lot of people can relate to with, with what I'm about to say, especially during quarantine, right? Is we all have to do our part by social distancing and we have to make sure that we stay in our homes and all that kind of stuff. Everybody knows the drill, right? Well now, since there is social distancing and now, you know, I'm not seeing people, right. I have stopped, you know, manscaping, shaving, all that stuff. Uh. And, and I have realized as a man, I'm not, I'm, I'm okay with it. It's not terrible. I'm not going to keep it that way just for the sake of others. But so what you're saying is the straightest. Well, you know what? That actually is pretty straight. Yeah. A, a, yeah. a 31 year old straight man has no issue with how long his ass hair is. Mm -hmm. And 
I guess that makes me the gay one because, hey, gentlemen, shave your ass crack. Shave your ass crack for everybody. Well, when you're not social distancing. Yeah, even when you're social distancing. Why? What's the point? It's just to feel good and you don't have to run around like you're sitting on a wool blanket all the time. You're a hater. I'm... God, that disgusts me. Now, you asked me what the gayest thing I've learned from my point. <laughs> right. Because we should probably tell everybody, I am a straight man. Ryan's the gay one. I, well, he's a homosexual, and I'm the gay one. That's actually that, true. That is actually true. Um, uh, Ryan, what is the gayest thing you have learned about yourself during quarantine? I've learned to pluck my own eyebrows. Mm. I've been plucking my own eyebrows. All right. That's why they look so... On fleek? Sure. Yeah. I, I have been plucking my own eyebrows because normally I get them waxed, but that part is over. That is not happening. So I've had to do my own shit. Mm-hmm. So I'm like the opposite of what you're saying. What are you going to do with your hair? Like when it grows too long? I uh, have still been getting my hair. God cut. damn it. Yeah. I don't know if you've noticed. My hair is pretty short. Right I'm now. just wondering how, how long I can get my hair before I have to cut it. And I'm just going to let it grow. Are we still talking about your head? I mean, whatever. And that is the gayest thing in the quarantine. <laughs> New segment? We better hope that quarantine lasts a long time. There's a lot of people out here who are feeling that way. Now, Tyler, biography me. Absolutely, Ryan. And this is an educational segment, but it is also fun. We'll see about that. We are going to be discussing Ching Shi. And I could be pronouncing that totally wrong. Ching Shi. Ching Shi. She has been dubbed. She was dubbed the most successful pirate of all Time. Okay. A woman pirate. A woman pirate, which is very rare. Okay. Tell me about Ching Shi. Born in China, obviously the Guangdong province. Of course. In 1775, her past is so shrouded in mystery that we don't even know her real name. Ching Shi translates simply to widow of Chang. Chang. So she is widow. She is the widow of Chang. Okay. We will get to Chang's suit. So you have Ching and Chang. Ching and Chang. Okay. Please continue. We do. We do know that she was a Cantonese prostitute who worked in a floating brothel, obviously a ship of prostitutas that that would, that would travel, that would travel from Harbor to Harbor and just make money. Ladies of the night. Correct. Okay. Ladies of the ocean. Ladies of the ocean. Oh Mm. God. That must've been such a crazy experience. Oh God. Okay. A normal, a prostitute, that was probably a tough time. One that's going from dock to dock with guys who have been at sea for two years or whatever. Crazy. Bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, I mean, I'm sure there was a lot of murders committed in self-defense. Scurvy dick. And uh, in 1801, she married Chang the First, who was at the time when they married a very notorious pirate. No one is absolutely sure the reason for, just so I don't get the names confused, we're going to go from here. No one is absolutely sure the reason for Papa Chang marrying Mama Ching. Although the leading rumor is he actively sought her out due to her reputation as a shrewd businesswoman. Papa Ching is arguably going to be my next rap name. Please. Sloppy Poppy Papa Ching. Which one is the Sloppy Poppy move over. Papa Ching is in the house. Sloppy Poppy Ching. Please continue. Uh, Whatever the reason for him for for Papa marrying Mama, as it were. Right. They entered into a formal contract in which Mama Ching supplied her powers of persuasion, meaning her business acumen and sex. Her pussy. Yes. Uh And in turn, 
she was granted 50% control and share of the entire operation. Now, we don't know if that he just gave it to her. More than likely, she demanded it of him and got it. Well, why do you say that? Why, why, why are because you? Because why would, why he's a pirate? Why would he give it over willingly? They, and it specifically states from what I read, they didn't just get married to get married because they loved each other. It was a formal contract. It was a business deal. It was a business yeah. decision. Yeah. Uh, like a lot of marriages nowadays. Absolutely. Yeah. So just to be clear, she participated fully in her husband's affairs and they had two sons, a daughter and an adopted third son. Papa Chang. Everybody hates the third son. Oh, yeah. Papa Chang. Wait, that's me. Yep. Using military assertion and his reputation, he brought brought rivaling pirate fleets into an alliance. So he had like an Ocean's Eleven scenario going on. Absolutely. You think we need another one? All right, we'll get another one. Well, yeah, I know you don't do nerd culture, but it's Pirates of the Caribbean kind of stuff. The third one. Did he bring in different... Kira Knightley was made pirate queen and she... I've heard she's gross. Why? <laughs> Why would you because, attack Kira Knightley? Because she's really pretty. That's, she is very that was pretty. the joke I was making. All right. Yeah. She's, you could have gone with something else other than gross. Stupid bitch. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Now who's angry? I don't know. I attack her Kira Knightley. <laughs> by, by 1804, they had become the single most formidable pirate fleet in all of China. They were like the Brangelina of the open sea. Correct. And had come to be known by the name Red Flag Fleet. Red Flag Fleet. Mm-hmm. I like that. Now, in 1807, Papa Chang. Ryan, you know Papa Chang? That, he owns that pizza company. Correct. He died. What? Yeah, he Are did. Are you kidding me? He did. Pizza wasn't great. Now, this next part gets a little weird. So, please forgive me for this. It's like all of your parts. There. Damn it. That's <laughs> Their adopted son was originally supposed to take over. I don't know why the adopted son was supposed to. It just, that's what it says. The adopted son, well, it he would had, be the next man up, had, right? But he had two actual sons and then an adopted son. I don't oh, think, listen. I don't think anywhere in history the adopted son gets it over the actual son. Here's the deal. You realize your sons are fucking idiots and you go find somebody who can actually pull the, the weight. It could be. However, the, the adopted son was a farmer's son that they had kidnapped very early on in life. And he never got an education like guardians of the galaxy. He was, yeah, but at least he came, at least Chris uh, Pratt came off as very smart. This guy was uneducated as hell. Well, that makes you wonder why they, he wouldn't, they wouldn't go with their actual kids. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. So at least they were doing the nasty. It wasn't that much of a business deal. Unless they were getting down to business. You know what I'm saying? I hate you so much. I understand that. Yeah. But unfortunately, this is where it gets weird. He was more than their adopted son. He was also Papa Chang's lover. Wait. Take take your time. I'm going to slow you down. Take your time. Because I feel like we're talking about Tiger King on the seas. That is exactly what this is. Okay. So then maybe that's why they had such a business deal because he didn't have real romantic feelings towards her. Uh, Oh, absolutely. Oh, it was a total business decision and he was banging their stepson. The toothless guy who loved, you know, shotguns and the tiger. Yes. All right. Perfect. I'm trying to bring it back to something that everybody understands. No, by all means. And I saw an updated photo of that guy, actually. He's got a full set of teeth now. He looks great. I liked him better the other way. Mm. Within weeks of Papa Cheng's death, Mama Ching 
took him as her lover and subsequently married him to solidify her position. So takes her stepson who was the, her husband's lover is now her lover. That is a, that is an opportunist at, in every sense of the word. And Mm -hmm. mama Ching's sounds like, um, egg rolls that you would buy in the frozen section of Publix. Hey, and what mama Ching wants mama Ching gets. (laughs) Not long after, uh, not long after she maneuvered her way back into the position of power after she married the stepson and obtained leadership of the entire red flag fleet, red flag fleet. She, so in other words, she is a very business minded woman. That's all that it is. And that's her business was pirating and business was good. She, I, I, and this is totally completely my own opinion on this. She, I look, I view this woman as a, a Tesla, an Elon Musk, a, a Bill Gates, these people who are just so brilliant in their time that they rise above everybody else. A CEO of the open sea. I mean, she was a prostitute and became the leader and a very very good leader of yeah. an entire fleet. Well, when you say a very good leader, do you mean in terms of amassing in every way okay. she was respected by everybody? Really? She was brutal when she needed to, but she also, and I have it here set down a set list of ground rules that nobody else was doing at the time. Are any of them sexy? Uh, actually the opposite saying, uh, if you rape a captive prisoner, you will be beheaded 25 points. If you have consensual sex with the prisoner, you both will be beheaded. Why? Because you have to get approval from her before you're allowed to have sex with anybody. Sounds like a real twat swatter, this lady. <laughs> I mean, jeez. Actually, they wouldn't behead the, the girl who was part of the consensual sex. They would tie a lead weight around her foot and drop her into the ocean. So much much worse, I think. Oh, well, that's nice of them to have some, some thought. Well, they just like to get a little spicy sometimes. I understand it. Now, for some comparison shopping to uh, to really put into perspective just how powerful this woman was, everybody knows the name Blackbeard. You've heard the name Blackbeard before, I, right? I absolutely. Of have. course. They're one that, of the most famous pirates. Absolutely. It's like and Billy I, the Kid. I was shocked to learn that that was a real person because I just, I get all of them confused uh, in history when, with, yeah. when it comes to like famous people. I don't know what's myth and what's, what's legend and what's real. This guy was real. And at the height of Blackbeard's uh, power, which is, he might arguably be the most famous pirate on earth. Blackbeard. At the height of his power. I would agree with that. Absolutely. It's a name that's known across the world. Sure. Uh, At the height of Blackbeard's power, he commanded four ships and 300 men. Four ships, 300 men. So that means each ship had like 133. No, excuse me. You're being rude. Ooh, I did that poorly. You're being rude. Anyway, math on the radio. Yeah, and it was terrible math. Yep. At the height of its power, the com- uh, commanded by Mama Ching, the Red Flag Fleet had 300 ships, which were manned by up to 80,000 crew members. Blackbeard had 300, Mama Ching, 80,000. So why don't we ever hear about Mama Ching's egg rolls? Just because she's just a victim of history. Yeah. Ri- history written by somebody else. That is, uh, you know, I got in, in my segment, I got something sort of like that. Yeah. 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 I mean, all the history we know is just uh, edit, white men. Edit, well, edited. For, I mean, China has history too that wasn't influenced by yeah, the They're kind of white though, <laughs> aren't they? They're pretty close. I'm going to distance myself from this one. It seems like every episode I got to distance myself from one of your comments. We're going to have to cut this out too, but it's like that Obama thing. At the height of its power, as I said, 300 ships, 80,000 crew members. They pillaged 
they raped, and they killed indiscriminately. They held hostages at rans- uh, uh, at ransom, and then after getting paid for said hostages, would sell them into slavery. Real double timers. Huh? I mean, just assholes. That's ugly. That's ugly. Mama Chang, what's the deal? Here? <laughs> they had become so deadly and destructive, so unstoppable that the Chinese government, with the support of the Portuguese, for some reason, mm-hmm. made a concerted effort to isolate and kill her in 1809. Things did not go as planned. I believe it's pronounced Ching's. After, 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 please just stop saying words. I, I want to be part of this. I need you to stop saying words. The problem with your segment is I don't do anything. <laughs> do a biography about me. After, oh, I should do a biography on you. Oh, I don't like this. That would be could, so good. Could you pay some respect to Mama Ching? I mean, honestly, after blockading the, uh, the fleet, the red flag fleet, red flag fleet in a bay, they reigned hell down on them and the, was this the eighty thousand? that the eighty thousand they had trapped in a bay i don't know if it was the entire fleet but but mama ching and many of her ships were yeah. trapped in this bay and the these two governments were outside of this bay just launching everything they had at these people can you imagine all those those explosions must have been a michael bay I let you participate and this is what I get. I let you participate and this is what I get. This is my segment now. I have taken it over like I'm the red flag fleet. <laughs> so they are raining hell down on these on this fleet for three weeks, Ryan. Three weeks these people are getting shot at by all these different from these two different governments, all these different ships. They even sent in suicide boats. Okay. Which these ships were no no men in the ships. Just bombs. Loaded up with explosives, straw, and they were set on fire uh, and launched into the bay. Okay. And that was three weeks of a complete onslaught from these governments. At the end of the three weeks, after constant onslaught, a fearsome, very one-sided battle that was meant to wipe out their enemy once and for all, the red flag fleet. I have such a hard time saying that. You don't say. Sailed literally. Out, sailed out of the bay after these three weeks, having only lost forty people and not a single ship. How is that possible? Nobody knows. All right. There was the only people that were there to see it were the pirates. It's like the X Files. Um, remember those suicide those suicide boats that were lit on fire and sent in to explode? The R files. Do you know what I'm talking about? I was doing my own thing. I got yeah, it. you had just mentioned it with no people on it, sure. Correct. Ching, Mama Ching, Mama Ching. had the fires put out and the boats repaired and she was just adding to her fleet wow. as they were sending these boats She's in. a badass. She's amazing. Yeah. The operation was such a colossal failure that the government official who was in charge at the time falsified his reports to make himself look better and later committed suicide and shame. Um, okay. And was he Chinese also? Yeah. 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 Part of the China, the Chinese. What's that? Sapuro? What's that? Sapuku? I actually, uh, I mean, we can review. We can review. But that's a good, that's an interesting subject. For sure. Yeah. We should do that for the show. Yeah. I've seen The Last Samurai. I basically know all there is to know about Asian culture. Wasn't he white? Very white. Yeah. Still is to this day from what I hear. That's not true. Uh, A year later after this immense battle, a year later in 1810, the pirate life had become too stressful even for this legendary badass. Gave her soul stretch marks. Mama Ching. Mama Ching. 
Soul stretch marks is kind of funny. Hmm. She had one final act of brilliance though, Ryan. The Chinese government was offering at the time amnesty to any pirate willing to surrender. So she did. Hmm. But instead of giving up right away and selling out everyone she could, she spent months bargaining with the government. Like, how do you do that? Because you can't call them from your cell phone. You, you send... Uh, Homing pigeons? <laughs> I mean, maybe, but it's... What is it? Courier. You send me. A, you send a courier. Okay. Spent months bargaining with the government, and at the end of their agreement, finally, you know, high-fiving each other, however you sign off on an agreement, she got to retire. They paid her a huge sum of cash just to stop. They canceled all her warrants and made her adopted son slash lover, the Lieutenant of the Chinese Navy. Okay. That's, um, so she basically, what was the last thing I said? Uh, what you said was she got amnesty and she got to keep all the stuff that she had. And Not what I said, I'm so sorry. Yeah, I know. You were looking at your phone. You my, son, my son is asking me if he could eat macaroni and cheese. No, for ruining my segment. No, you do not get any micro, macaroni and cheese. Yeah, okay. I'm sorry, man. I'm just trying to be a dad here. Yeah, re- you re- priorities, bro. Focus on the show. Remotely. You, okay, she went into the amnesty she spent, program. She spent, <laughs> she spent months bargaining with the government. Uh, through she couriers. Got, she got to retire. She got paid a huge sum of, uh, sum of cash by the same government, and they canceled all of her warrants and made her adopted son slash lover. You remember that guy? That, dude, my favorite guy. They made him the lieutenant of the Chinese Navy. Wow. In which he took that power and immediately went and took care of all his, all of their pirate rivals um, immediately after assuming the position. You know what that reminds me of is Operation Paperclip. Do you know what Operation Paperclip is? Uh, I, no, I do not. Operation Paperclip is where we took all of the Nazi advisors and all of the people who... From the Nuremberg trials, and we just employed them with oh yeah with the American government. They helped us build the atomic the atomic bomb. Sure, and and I believe that. Well, I won't go into this whole thing. But next like, episode, I think like seven people got uh, charged at the Nuremberg trials. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, they needed a, they needed full men for the world. <laughs> according exactly right, and just to finish it off, according to more, most sources, although we don't really know, Ching Shi spent her final years running a brothel and gambling den. She died at the age of 69, which, I mean, nice. in, the, in the early 1800s, that's crazy. That, that's insane. That's crazy. That's insane. Um, a, and she was a not only a wealthy, but very widely respected woman mm. on the day of her death. That's interesting because she probably was bloodthirsty and also she had business acumen. People respect that, yeah, you know, exactly and, right. and, and ju- just to go back when she, when her husband died and she started assuming control, the way that she did that, one of the main factors was she went and solidified her relationships with all of her uh, ex-husband's um, relationships. Sales. She was in sales. Absolutely. No, S-A-I-L-S. Been a while. Damn, that was good. Been a while. Damn, that was <laughs> And that is the first biography segment ever. Need a name for that. I hurt my hand, that, yeah. that high five. Yeah, I was so enthusiastic. That was great. I know. She's in sales. Tyler, fantastic with the biography segment. Man, I just you suck the fun out of me. Thank you. What we're going to do is we're going to take a little break. We're going to come back, and we are going to insert ourselves inside of you. Deal. Those guys. Drown to death. 
hate. And a box of tequila. Those guys you And we are back. Thank you guys so much for hanging in there and waiting for us right where you are. I imagine you haven't left. They just sat there and waited for minutes, hours, days. Could be anything. Like a good dog. <laughs> you got to stop doing that. <laughs> you got to stop doing <laughs> that. I like that. Where, where somebody is listening to it at home and they're like offended by something that's pre-recorded. Yeah. <laughs> Like, what the fuck did he just say to me? Can you can you call your cult a dog? Like, oh, who's a good cult? Who's a good cult? I mean, if you have a good cult, then yes, you can. Yeah, good point. Tyler, I want to try something that we tried on session zero, and I'm gonna give it. I, I've 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 made it up for you. I don't want things to get stale with you. I don't want to just wear my same old bathrobe around the house. I want to class it up. A uh, shorter bathrobe. Yes, a mini bathroom. Fantastic. It just it just hangs right below my nipples. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I don't have to uh, envision by the dick lines in your underwear what your right. penis looks like. I can just right. look at it. Perhaps bring some... You're going to be squinting. Maybe, maybe some binoculars. <laughs> so... Uh, self-deprecating humor to make himself look better. Isn't it a wonderful audience? I believe it's called self-defecating humor. Mm. Now... I want to play this game because you and I, we like the serial killers. And when I say like, I mean, we're interested by, we like all these, what? You criticize me for this exact thing. I, you know when what? When I said last time we talked about this and I said, Ryan and I are really into serial killers. I didn't mean that we are serial killers ourselves. You, you, you. I, I got caught up in the air. You ostracize me for this exact thing. Well, but you're ostriching yourself. You're doing it. I, you're right. I got caught up in the air. More self-defecating humor. What I meant is that we are interested in serial killers. We're interested in our own mortality. That's something that's interesting, just, right? Just psychology as a whole, without sounding like douches, the things that make people go out to the extremes. Yes. Whole, whole psychology. I agree. Now, the deal is, is that I think that um, I, I've, I've, I've made a game here. Because death and mortality is just interesting, and I and, and effect, and I don't and I and I don't want to make a big deal out of it. Let's just blow right through it. Death, death. Okay. So let's just get at, let's do this and let's move forward. Yeah. Welcome to a game. Did you die? All right, Tyler. Now, mm. what I'm going to do is I'm going to present you with three quote-unquote facts about death. And one of them is a lie. Let's see how much you know about life and death. So you're going to give me three scenarios. Two of them are true. One is False. That's exactly correct. Okay, fantastic. And again, do you need to hear the theme song again? Because I, I really don't. Because if you need to hear it, I will happily. I'm okay. Let's just let's just get the killing over with. Go ahead. If you need to. All right. Whatever. That's I'm good. Fine. That's fine. Fucking. I, I mean, just ruin everything. All right. Let's go ahead. Let's get right into it. Let's play. Did you die? This more sounds more like who wants to be a millionaire in New York City. More people commit suicide than are murdered. Now, talk me through it. Don't give me your answer. That is my statement. More people commit suicide no, what I, what than I, are murdered. In New York City. In New York City. More people commit suicide than are murdered. That's question number one. Now, how are you feeling about that one? 
Ah, that that one. You know what? There are a lot of sad people out there. I can say that much. Okay, lots of sad people. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> they all go to the same restaurant that I go to. And New York is a is a very dense place. There are people on top of each other. Dense is there. True. That's true. Yes, um, it's a bigger Kendall. It's been it's been getting hit really hard by the coronavirus. So I think I think especially now people are trying to off themselves before they die by the coronavirus. Okay. So, so wow. go ahead. Questions. <laughs> Wow, I mean, you're you've driven this. You're in a nosedive, Tyler. Pull up. Hot take. <laughs> All right, number two. Licking a car battery will kill you. I I believe that one to be true. Car batteries are heavy duty stuff. Okay, they're actually just heavy. To be honest with you, it's funny that you say that because if you put my feet in a bowl of water and then attach them to my nipples, I call that a little light S and M. Question number three, Tyler. Fleas have killed more people than all wars combined. Hmm. Fleas have killed more people than all wars combined. Now, to to remind you of the game and everybody at home, two of these are true and one of them are false. This is, but did you die? Hmm. I'm I'm gonna go I'm gonna come right out of the box and I'm gonna say I'm gonna come right out of the closet and I'm gonna say <laughs> that uh, number two is definitely true. I think that licking a car battery would absolutely kill. Okay, you. licking a car battery you think is true? Mm-hmm. Okay, great, fantastic. But man, number one and number three sounds so believable. So, so number one is in New York City more people commit suicide than are murdered, and number three is fleas have killed more people than all wars combined. Talk us through it. Where are you at? Well, I, I, you know what? I'm going to say, this is where my brain is at. This tells you how my brain works. Tell me why you don't like one of them. I just want to say that one sounds more believable, but I think that three is the other correct answer simply because it's just got the right amount of disbelief in it. Right. It, yeah. It's, it's kind of pushing you yeah. to not think it's One true. is too similar because A, there are lots of, as I said, sad people out there, and B, New York is is a depressing place. If you're in New York right now, you probably should kill yourself. Uh, <laughs> sure. Uh, but but make sure you... Wait, sub- shouldn't there be one of us talking the other one off of this? Uh, not right now. Make sure you subscribe before you do, though. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. As a matter of fact, go onto our website and just leave our page up. Actually, you know what? I don't think that's terrible. If you're going to kill yourself, and it doesn't matter what happens after that point. Yeah, 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 yeah. Subscribe to us first. I don't think that's unfair. Absolutely. Yeah. And, if, and if you like, as an added bonus, yeah. on the bottom of our page, thoseguysyouhate.com, you can put in a message and send it directly to us. Send us your suicide note, baby. We will read that Tyler, thing on Tyler, air. Too dark. Too dark. You put you you push past the edge. Anyway, let's just finish this off. Please. Oh, what's, what's the problem? Now, what is... The two are true. One is false. In New York City, more people commit suicide than are murdered. Licking a car battery will kill you. Or fleas have killed more people than all wars combined. Which one is false? I'm going to say the one that is false is the fleas have killed more people than all wars combined. You are made of stupid. I am so sorry, Tyler. I am so sorry. You don't look very sorry. No, I am. Well, believe me. Ask anybody who's ever known me. I am very sorry, Tyler. Because here's the deal. In New York City, more people have committed suicide than are murdered. That's so sad. That is absolutely sad. And licking your car battery will not kill you. Number one, because... 
they uh, the two terminals are so far apart you can't. Have you ever heard of Lark and Love? And I don't. I I haven't. Who's Lark and Love? We can uh, re- we can review porn star with a very long tongue. We can review. I mean, I, I mean, <laughs> let's definitely we can review that. And then if you were to take a metal wrench and place it over the two term- terminals, then there could be sparks that would ignite the hydrogen inside of the battery, which could cause explosions and acid to fly into your face. That sounds like death. That's not being electrocuted. I mean, it sounds like death. And finally, during the Black Death. A quarter of the population in Europe in the 14th century was killed by a germ that was transmitted from rodents to people by fleas. Mm. That's more than all wars combined. How about that's a little nugget for your next little cocktail party? One out of three. Not terrible. Let's get back over there and let's finish the job. Pretty much the average of what I did in high school. Now, Tyler, I'm sorry, what? One out of three, 33.3%, infinity, of course, Uh, (laughs) roughly about what I did in high school. I don't know what that means. Uh, You You made me explain it. I don't appreciate it. It didn't make a whole lot of sense to begin with. You have nobody to blame but yourself. Take some responsibility, Ryan. I have never done it before, and I will not start. I don't blame you. Now, let's go ahead and let's wrap this up, Tyler, with my segment. And what I'm going to do for my segment is the same thing this week as I did last week and the week before because I'm lazy. That's the deal. Runs in the Menendez family. I think that part of being creative is hiding where you got your shit from. Do you understand what I'm saying? Well, there's a lot of shame that comes from that because most people, the the majority of entertainment, especially comedy, comes from very dark places. Well, I will tell you that uh, for me, there is no shame because I have made a segment called Ryan Steele's Author Deals. And what that means is I'm going to read your book. And then I'm going to pass it off as though it's my shit. But that doesn't mean you don't have shame. That just means you don't have shame about being an absolute total shithead. Yeah. I mean, and that's where most of my shame would be derived <laughs> Fair from. Fair enough. I Fair mean, enough. honestly. That's I'm a, sorry for questioning you. That is the largest bar in the graph. So what I'm going to steal from this week, the same as last week and the week before and next week, is Mark Manson's uh, second newest book, Everything is Fucked, a book about hope. This is your second time doing uh, author Steel, uh, Ryan Steele's author deals. Both times has been Mark Manson. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to take this book and I'm going to twist it out like a sponge because there's a lot of really good information in a lot of these books that people are not going to read. Have you and heard, heard of Oprah? It to you. Yeah, I have. What about her? I don't know. Have you heard of her? She's fun. Yeah, she, she is. She's dating Stedman from what I hear. Now. Um, and, and honestly, I wrote here, I have not been giving the segment enough of talking about Mark Manson because Mark Manson, I think is a very forward thinking, progressive, Oh, gross. I, I mean, t- honestly, liberal, uh, uh, you love him and gross. And he speaks about these things in a way that you and I could understand. We're idiots. I'm conservative. I don't know what you're talking about. Now I am going to tell you the story of a man that has shaped America. Dare I say the world as much as. As anybody. Okay. What's his name? Edward Bernays. Mm, Like the sauce. Tyler, I'll kill you. I'll kill you. I had to give it a test run before we started recording. Tyler, I'll kill you (laughs) if you say that one more time. And you know why that really pisses me off? Because when I use the microphone function on my on my phone, it saves him into my phone as Bernays Mm. sauce. There you go. And then I have to go back and it's Bernays, bitch. Now, he is the father of public relations. Sounds kind of boring, does it not? It really does. It sounds like a bunch of board meetings and 
CEOs and just bull- bullshit. Now, there is a reason why he is affecting you. He's affecting me. He's affected everybody in this country, everybody in the world. And I'm going to get there. But take your time with me. Let's, let's, let's let this marinate. Now, companies at the turn of the 1900s. I don't, am I saying that right? When is the, at the beginning of the, the century? What, what, what year was it? Like 1902. Yeah, in the beginning of the 1900s. Okay, in the beginning of the 1900s, people sold products one way, which was through practicality. Uh, have feet, try shoes. Right? You understand what I'm saying? I get it. I get it. Yes. I stole that from Russell Brand. But nonetheless, it's true. Now, Eddie Bernays, the guy who I'm speaking about today, he shook the game up and he started advertising to people in a totally different way. What he did is he started advertising to people's inherent desires to get better. So what that means is every single person has this thing that they're born with where they want to get better. Now, whether they do or not, or whether they fight it or not, that everybody feels that way. Do you agree with that or no? Absolutely. Of course. I, I think everybody, even if they don't take action to it, I think everybody likes to have the idea in their head that I am making myself better. Right. So that's what I mean by inherent. So you you are, you feel that way. Whether you act on it or not, everybody does. Absolutely. Now, I'm going to give you a little bit of his early work, and then I'm going to work it back into that point that I just made. All right. Okay. First thing he ever did, he wrote a play that base that was basically identical to Annie. You know Annie, the little orphan bitch. Was no- to India, Asia? Oh, well, India's in Asia. No, Annie. Annie. She, the- she ain't got no pupils, bruh. What? Annie. Yeah. Wait. Oh, the Stephen King uh, novel. Okay. You shut the fuck up. Okay. You stop talking. <laughs> I spent a lot of time doing this research, Tyler. What do you mean no pupils? Annie the or- orphan Annie? Oh, yeah. Little orphan Annie from the comic strip she ain't got. Oh, no- I was thinking of the king and I. My bad. You go <laughs> you go ahead. Okay, I mean. So what he did, you piece of shit. I can see why you ruin my segments all the time. This is yeah. so much fun. I want to attack you like a spider monkey. <laughs> I want to attach myself to your face with my claws. Now, he, he wrote a play that was basically identical to Annie at the time, and then he sold the play by linking it to a charity that didn't exist. Okay. That was yeah. his first work. That's, so, he's a, so he's a psychopath is so what you're the saying. The first recorded experience of that happening. I don't know if that's true because I just made that up. That's, I just said that, and then I, was, but, I called but, bullshit on myself. But which is something that, that obviously nobody was doing at the time. I, 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 that's how I feel, but that's not research. Maybe we can review, maybe not. That sounds boring. He was, that ingenuity got him hired by the ballet, okay? By the ballet in America, which at that time was not very, um, uh, it wasn't dominant. It wasn't something that was widespread. It wasn't mainstream. It was very European, okay? So what he did was, with it carrying that stigma, he got headlines published, which something along the lines of, are American men scared to be graceful? So in other words, kind of shaming guys into going against these things that they already believe. Okay. This guy made bacon go viral. Do you know what I mean by that? Yeah. The fact that bacon basically has a cult following these days, like mustaches and avocado and what else, what Mm -hmm. else is going viral? CrossFit. Ah, Veganism. That seems like Uh, eight months ago. Serial killers. Uh, I don't know. Serial killers. Is it? Yeah. True crime is definitely one of, but he made bacon, bacon go viral. So I believe this is back in the twenties. Forgive me. My, my, my research isn't good enough to write down dates. He was hired by the Beechwood packaging plant 
to turn around low bacon sales because bacon is cut from the shitty part of the pig. Mm. Okay. So he hired fake doctors to give fake reports on how bacon would fend off lethargy, the lethargy of sleeping. So he basically sold bacon as an energy drink. Mm. It's, Which a, is, it's like the opposite. It's a salty pork. Yeah. It's going to put your ass down. So, so, so he's like the, like basically the cigarette companies back in the seventies and eighties got this strategy from this guy Oh, way past the seventies and eighties in the, in no time bacon was being recommended by real doctors across the nation by doctors. It really makes me upset that our medical professionals can be tricked so easily. Uh, yeah. Luckily that's all been fixed. It's called Oxycontin people. <laughs> Edward Bernays was the one who came up with the idea of buying American made you more patriotic. Thanks a lot, you piece of shit. Being a consumer is how you can help your country. You at home. This is how you can help your country. So, and I believe that this is a great time right now to drop in this little factoid. He was Sigmund Freud's nephew. Hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. Sigmund Freud is, uh, whether you know or you don't know, it's a, it's a word that we've all heard before, but let me tell you why Sigmund Freud, uh, how he gained notoriety. Kind of through this idea that people were controlled by their feelings more than their thoughts. That we're ruled by our feelings. What's your thought on that, Tyler? Or what's your feeling on that? I I think that uh, with a certain amount of practice, you can get control over it. But I think most people are, rely on those base emotions, those reactionary things. A shitload of fucking practice, dude. It takes so much work. It takes so much work. And it's not worth it. I'm just telling you right now. And it's not real. <laughs> like money. Um, God damn it. Now, the notion that most people lived with at that time was that people made rational decisions for rational situations and everybody basically did their best. Freud believed that people's insecurities and shame drove them to make bad decisions. Okay? And I mean... Yeah, definitely. To transfer it to a time like now where let's say you spend two hours of your day paying, playing Candy Crush. My, my guess is, is that it's far more prominent now than it was back then. Well, I mean that it would be really interesting to see that data just because of how hard it would be to quantify it. But what I would tell you is distraction is a lot easier to get nowadays. Of course. So what Freud kind of presented to the scientific community is that we told stories to ourselves in our minds that we saw as identity and we would fight to keep them alive, almost like we would fight to keep a family member alive. So it's a part of you. That's who we saw ourselves as. And if you, if I think that I am a bitch and boat captain, and you say I'm not a boat captain, I'll fucking kick your ass. Which is where we see the tribalism in politics these days. And the thing about Sigmund Freud, well, in not just in tribalism, like in everything. The thing about Sigmund Freud that I think everybody needs to know is that his first book was entitled Cocaine Papers. Handsome man. Was he? So that's a fair, fairly nice. Wait, is that still allowed to be considered a goatee, or is that too full of a of a thing to? That is definitely not a goatee. But I mean, it's not a beard. That's like a goat goat Z. I'm sorry about that. I think he looks like Jim from The Office, but with uh, goat Z. Co uh, cocaine papers. Um, he did a lot of cocaine. Oh, lots of cocaine. Yeah. We need not, more doctors like him. Not enough though. Okay, scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. So basically, Sigmund Freud argued at, at the end of the day, we're all just animals. We're, impulse, we're impulsive, we're selfish, and we're emotional. Okay? Yep. Now, here's the difference between Freud 
and Bernays. Freud was European, he was philosophical, and he was broke. Bernays was American, he was practical, and he wanted to be rich. And boy, did Freud's ideas deliver through marketing in a big way, in a way that I think that we're seeing ramifications of now. Freud's or Bernays? Bernays's ideas were Freud's. Mm. He was his nephew. So they were in contact. But the idea is one of them is a philosopher. The other one is like, hey, what you're saying is absolutely true. I'm going to use this for my own uh, benefit. Yeah. Let me give you an example. Okay. In the 1920s, women didn't smoke. It was just taboo. It was basically something that was a man's job. It's like wearing shorts. Oh, still, knock it off with that, ladies. Gross. Rihanna, cut it out. Obviously, now this pose... Don't you talk to Ray Ray like that. uh, Riri is her name. Damn it. You sound like an asshole. Shit. Everybody is switching us off of their TikTok as we speak. Sorry, Rihanna. (laughs) (laughs) She's part of the Illuminati. Cool. Okay. Now, the fact that women did not smoke posed a serious issue for the tobacco company, much like it would right now. There was half a population out there who they could not murder for profit and only because it was deemed unfashionable and impolite. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, I mean, honestly, we've kind of gotten to that point with everybody in America where it's like if you smoke, it's kind of looked down upon. Yeah, that's why they moved to the Philippines. Well, they've always been in the Philippines. It's just they don't have a market here in America. They stepped up their whole advertising campaign. And a lot of times what they'll do is they will put their advertisements down below your thigh where kids are going to see it. Oh, yeah. They it is insidious, dude. They they in the Philippines. Vice did a a segment on this. Sorry to we can review. I want to I want to know about this. Well, they'll set up they'll set up stands outside of elementary schools and sell cigarettes for a nickel to every kid that walks out. Whoever wants one. It's really fucked up. Wait, Vice did that. No, Vice did a report on these cigarette companies who will do that. No, Vice wasn't selling the cigarettes. You gotta, hey, listen. That, would, that would be a problem. I, I was going to say, I mean, you guys don't understand how programming works because you're just doing yourself dirty. So basically, women did not smoke because it was considered impolite. So cigarette companies had tried many times to advertise to women, but to no success. The stigma was just too ingrained. Couldn't you relate it to cigar smoking now? I think in the 90s they went through that, where you would see advertisements of women smoking. Julia Roberts comes to mind for some reason. We can review maybe. I don't fucking know. Um, she's got a pretty mouth. But but it's like it's like now where I'm just going to breeze right on by that. Please don't. Uh, I, but but it's like now where, where I think there's still a taboo around women who smoke cigars. Pussies. I mean, okay. So they keep trying to advertise to women. Enter our hero, Bernays who is using tactics at that time, unlike anybody in the hist- in, in history. Instead of trying to persuade individual women to buy and smoke cigarettes through logical arguments, he saw it more of like an emotional and cultural issue. He had to appeal to women's identities. Mm-hmm. So here's what he did. He hired women who portrayed the image that he wanted cigarettes to have. Some might call them influencers. No. Yes. I mean, that's that he is the, he came up with that idea and he got them to attend key events, which most notably was the Easter parade in New York city in 1929. Loser. Just get Instagram live. I mean, you're about 75 years early. Yeah, much just get, like every time you've had sex. Get, what? <laughs> it's a coming early jerk. Oh, that was 
Freudian slip. Wow. Full circle. Leave it in. So these women attended this parade. Now, the thing is with parades is back in those times, it was like the Super Bowl. Yeah, there was nothing else to do. You had nothing. Nothing. You literally watched paint dry. Mm Mm-hmm. Now, at the appropriate moment, these women would all stop, light up the mo- light up their cigarettes at the same time. Bernays had hired photographers to take flattering photos of them and pass them out to all the major newspapers. Hmm. Smart. Yes. Now, what he told people that these women weren't lighting cigarettes, they were lighting torches of freedom, demonstrating their ability to assert their own independence and be their own women. Damn, he's good. You understand what I mean? That's pretty so, good. So instead, it's not like, hey, you're the one who needs this product. It is like, hey, look how you're being challenged. Rise to the call. If you buy this product, you are you are are standing up for yourself. Hey, look at you. You're not doing what you're supposed to be doing. Mm. Come to where, come buy this product and show people who you really are. Yeah. Think yeah, about yeah, yeah. that, yeah. man. Yeah. All of that was fake news. Still going stronger to this day. Wait, hold on. I have a I have a I have a sounder for this. You are fake news. All of it was fake news, Tyler. Can we clean that up in production or how are we? Absolutely. Going? Now, ever since that exact situation happened, we've had equal opportunity for lung cancer. He, and you know what the funny thing about it is? He did not smoke and his wife did and he hated that his wife smoked. He knew the implications to your health. Of course. Paying sexy celebrities to use your product, printing fake news articles that are actually subtle advertisements for a company, staging controversial public events as a means to draw attention and notoriety for your client. Like the Barbara Streisand effect. Every single one of those were Eddie. Well, that was on accident. No, 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 but I'm saying that is a version you're of exactly where right. you're bringing attention to this thing where in their case, you're pretending that you don't want people to, to know or hear about. And that in turn brings way more attention to that thing. He discovered, you're exactly right about that. It, that's the deal. He learned how to use people's psychology against them. Brilliant. And, and that's, you're exactly right. I mean, nefarious as fuck, but brilliant. He discovered something that nobody in marketing had ever used before. If you tapped into people's insecurities, they will buy just about anything that you tell them to. People have insecurities. What a bunch of losers. Yeah, I know. Well, we could fix that. Now, Trump's uh, excuse me. <laughs> oh, Freudian slip, baby. Wow. <laughs> Do not cut that out. Trucks are marketed to men as a way to assert strength and reliability. Makeup is marketed to women as a way to be more loved and garner more attention. Mm-hmm. Beer is marketed as a way to have fun and be the center of attention at a party. And and liquor is almost almost advertised right in the middle where it's like sensual, but it's everybody's having a good time. Well, we you talked know? about the beers uh, about the, the diamonds, way, right? They mm-hmm. they market it as hey, this is forever. This is everybody has a slant to make you feel like you need their product to become the person that you're supposed to be. When we discussed that, we also discussed those creepy ass commercials with the shadow figures. And yep. it was like the really heavy violin. And it was like, and it was, and it was basically just some lady giving a guy a blowjob. It left me with an unsettling boner as well. Here is my point. And I genuinely mean this when I say this, I think that Edward Bernays is one of the most important people and one of the most important ideas that we will ever talk about on the show. And here is why people are marketing 
to what you lack. Yes? Uh, yeah. Your shame, your insecurity. They tell you that their product will resolve that shame and insecurity and rid you of both of those things. Right? Now, on one hand, that has helped all the economic wealth and diversity that we have today. On the other hand, when you've seen thousands of marketing ads every single day that are designed to make you feel inadequate, there has to be psychological repercussions to that. Of course. Doesn't there? Am I, am I wrong about that? Yeah, absolutely. Do you think that a lot of people are stopping and thinking about that? No, absolutely not. I th because we're not given an opportunity to stop and think about things. We're always going. We're always moving. We're always, You're right. we, we have been programmed here in America. We have been programmed to believe that if you stop and just enjoy a moment of your yeah. time and you're not being productive, that is time wasted, which is fucking insane. You're, you actually are very right about that. And we've lost, and I know I'm going to sound like a total asshole here. I already do. You're fine. But just the moment of just uh, thinking like you, you got to put on your podcast. You got to flip on YouTube. You got to kick on, you know, N nothing, Spotify. nothing stands out to me more in terms of this than anything that happens. Everybody pulls their phone out of their, exactly out of their pocket right. and puts the video on like, dude, who are you going to show this to? Hey, what about the lost art of ruminating? And I will, I, I'm not going to go into this, but just the, the, uh, the idea of being alone with your thoughts for one moment. Sounds terrifying. It's, dude, I'm, t I know, I know it does, doesn't it? Now, let me bring back in our hero, Eddie Bernays. Here's the funny thing about Eddie. Hero? But yeah, that's right. He saw it all coming. The creepy ads, the privacy invasion, the, the lowering of the entire population into a docile state of just mindless consumerism. Yeah. But guess what? He was into it. He believed in what Mark Manson called fascism light. He believed that the masses were dangerous and needed to be controlled by a strong central state. But he also recognized that the bloodshed of genocide was not exactly ideal. So he began a campaign to provide leaders with the ability to control and regiment the masses according to their will without them knowing. His name for it was engineering consent. So what you're saying is, is we all need to rise up and burn the governments of the world to the ground. I think what we need to do is we need to pay attention to what's happening around us. I like my thing better. I, we're saying the same thing, but you sound like a kook. Bernays believed that the public could be controlled by giving people the feeling of freedom, which basically what you're giving them is a few different flavors of toothpaste. It's the illusion of choice is what you're discussing. Choice is not freedom. Options are not freedom. Mm-hmm. Now, people think that it is the government that has been slowly wearing us down through smoke and mirrors, and you are kind of right. It's actually the corporate world got so good at giving us what we want, they gradually gained more and more political power for themselves, and now the corporations are the government. Yep. And that is my biography segment of Edward Bernays. That to me is something that is more interesting than anything we've talked about on this show so far. So going back to what I was saying, we should burn every single government in the world to the ground. That's what I heard you say. Start where you're at. Burn this house to the ground. Whoever's listening to this, light the house that you're in on fire. Public mm -hmm. building. Send us your suicide note before you do. Stop, please. Tyler, stop. Tyler, knock it off. Where are we at on the Patreon? 
Too dark. One hundred thousand dollars. Oh, fuck you, Tyler. All right, I'm gonna play the end of this because you've ruined the whole situation. Idle Hands Part Three. Well, we don't know what to do. You can take off your pants. That's not what you're normally into. Old enough to give you a dance. I prefer girls, but in this new world, I'd let you give her a kiss from France. I think I know just what to do. Your rectum's what I'm going into. I really don't care, but we have relief here as long as I'm stuck here with you. I really don't care if we And that as long as I'm stuck here with you. Is part three! Was part three of your song just all about anal? Uh, no, I dude, I am all about the foreplay. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna lick your calves. Please, please, <laughs> please, let's move on and just end this show, please. <laughs> uh, just pretend like I'm from Cleveland because I am all about your calves. Tyler, what is the moral of the story? I love puns, but I hate you. I yeah, don't know I where to go on that last. Statement. I understand. The moral of the story is we should become pirates. Are you serious? You already did that. Joke. Did I do that yeah, one already? Yeah. Did I say about the earrings they get about a buck an ear? Ryan, what's the moral of the story? Sigmund Freud did cocaine most of his life, and everybody respects him. He turned out fine. Yeah, what's the problem with that? He looks like Jim Halpert. Thank you guys so much <laughs> for being part of this. We do appreciate it. We're not sure if it's going to turn out okay, but we're holding our fingers Oh, I'm crossing my thumb. Even though I can't see it, I assume that the house is on fire as well, I speak. I mean, uh, I mean, obviously, in metaphor, it certainly is. And we really do appreciate it. Everybody who is going on this ride with us, everybody who is communicating with us, we appreciate you guys so much. We're having so much fun doing it, and we appreciate you being part of the cult. Absolutely. And if you did not get it from earlier, although you could just scroll back. Gonorrhea? If you'd like to contact us for whatever reason... Not going to specify what that reason might be. Don't tell them. Make it them scroll back. podcast at thoseguysyouhate.com, or you could just go right to thoseguysyouhate.com and fill out the uh, empty section at the bottom of the front page. As a matter of fact, I think we only have a front page. I've really got to work on that yeah, website. Yeah, you're doing a terrible job. Um, But thank you so much, guys. We are those guys you hate. Be kind or we'll kill you. You want to make what? Some inappropriate comment? I do. I do. Tyler, if you were an adult toy, what kind of adult toy would you be? Um, a butt plug. Why? I don't know. I just thought that'd be the most outrageous thing to say. I've never really given this any kind of thought. Okay. Well, I mean, I'll, I'll go back to you if you want to redo that one. Yeah, go ahead. You first. You know what I would be? I would be that thing where if you strap 
where you strap a dildo to your chin. If you had, you know, the, the chin you're, dildo, you're supposed to strap it across your, across your mouth. Okay. The childo. Um, that's what I would be. Are we still checking or is this the beginning of the episode? Check, yeah. check. 